This is the most festive podcast in the galaxy. The Elise Easy Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Elise Easy Show. I'm your host, Elise Easy, and today I'm joined by Corterius Allen, aka the Cake Goat contestant from hit Netflix show Is It Cake Two and Halloween Wars. How are you doing, Corterius? I'm good. I'm happy to be here. I'm so happy that you're here too, because I'll tell you a little secret. Uh, you were the one that I was rooting for in Is It Cake Two. I enjoy the show, and I was rooting for you. <laughs> I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's do an icebreaker question. What would be your perfect cake? To you know, honestly, to me, the perfect cake for me is like a regular traditional cake, like buttercream icing with a simple border, traditional border. Uh, what about the flavor? Just like a vanilla cake, or cookies and cream, or My favorite is cookies and cream. I love cookies and cream cake. <laughs> Uh, that's what I was going to show you. Right, I was going to show you something. This is um, from my Instagram account. Follow Big Elise Yeezy for everyone else watching. Uh, for my birthday earlier this year, I had a special cake made, and it was cookies and cream. I'm gonna, I'll send you like a proper picture later. But I was just like, cookies and cream, and that's Keanu Reeves. Like, it wasn't a picture of me. It was Keanu Reeves, and the cake people like um. <laughs> The, the cake people because i tagged them on instagram and they messaged me and they were like we have to know like why keanu reeves on your birthday cake and i was like i just really like him <laughs> i liked it <laughs> it was it was nice though um so you're from mississippi right yes i'm from the mississippi delta small town called shelby so what's that like because it's funny, you know, growing up in the UK, America is such a culture shock for someone like me, even though like all of our media over here is American. You know, I grew up reading Stephen King. We get all these American TV shows. We grew up watching Friends. But what's it like growing up in Mississippi? Growing up in Mississippi, especially in the Mississippi Delta, it's like small town, you know everyone. So like growing up, I always used to go outside and like just play with the other kids in the neighborhood. It's really not much for us to do. <laughs> so um that's what that's what like everyday life was like where everyday life is like here in Mississippi. It's like not many activities you have to make fun. <laughs> that was the same with my hometown, because it's kind of like southwest England in the countryside area. I never thought much of it growing up, you know. It wasn't those those Okay, this isn't gonna make this isn't a good point of cultural reference. There was a big Tesco's, and Tesco's, I guess, is similar to like a Walmart or a Target. So there was just like a big Tesco's, and that's it. And you have to go to the neighboring towns to go like watch the cinema or whatever. Um, yes. So it was kind of it was the same like small town vibes, but Southwest England. And I don't know, like I didn't really appreciate it growing up. And then I moved to London for a few years, and I was like, wow, I grew up around so much countryside, and I never appreciated it. You know, it was right. like it was, like the kind of dichotomy between the two. Um, I I prefer it. I prefer that that's where it came from. You know, how about you? It's uh, it's pretty much the same. Like here, even when we're like going to go grocery shopping, we have to go to like a neighboring town just to get things <laughs> that are like <laughs> that we actually need. <laughs> we have small stores here, but it's not like a grocery store. <laughs> yeah, I'm imagining like 
Because honestly, I read so much Stephen King. Have you ever read any Stephen King? I haven't. I haven't. Uh, he's always kind of, a lot of his stories, I guess, are set in like small towns, but it's Maine. Maine, I don't know where that is, but I know that it's in Maine and it's kind of a small town. There's like mom and pop uh, grocery oh. stores. I don't know what that means, mom and pop grocery stores, but I know that that's a thing. I don't I'm not I don't even know what that is. <laughs> maybe it's like a maybe it's like a main a main thing then, mom and pop. <laughs> so why baking? When did you when did you get into baking? So I got into baking. I well I started working at a bake shop here uh where in Mississippi. Um I started off as a buttercream maker and a dishwasher. So mm-hmm. I was um, doing it for a few years. I mean, uh, maybe a year or so because I was um, in high school and I just wanted a job. So as I got ready to go off to college, I went off to college and I just started baking cupcakes, you know, for the people in my neighborhood. Then I took it over to the college campus and I just started selling cupcakes on campus. Then one day someone asked me if I could make a cake and then I just tapped into cake. I wasn't even sure if I can do the order that they they wanted me to do. Did you have to learn like a lot on the go then? If someone randomly is like, hey, can you make me a cake? Were you just like, yep, yeah. I'm going to do it and <laughs> trial and error? Off. Yes, I started off with like literally two cupcake pans. I didn't have any cake pans. I didn't know the first thing about, you know, um, trying to put out orders in or anything like that. I used to always have to go to the grocery store and get things <laughs> one at a time because I didn't have the things like in the books. Mm. So were you like, the cake guy on campus. Yes, I was known as the cake guy. <laughs> and you turned that into like a little side hustle, didn't you? You started then getting into baking cakes, right? It helped me get through college. <laughs> I just didn't want to be like the typical broke college student. I wanted to have fun to do what I needed to do on campus. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so then... You know, I can bake a cake, sure. Like I can bake cakes, but then to go from baking cakes to creating cake art, how did you get into that? Was it that I don't know? Did you want to test yourself? Is it is it a skill set? You obviously built it up over time, but what led you in that direction? I just always been like the type of person that did like that like to like challenge myself. I wasn't sure if I knew how to do the cakes, so I just it was basically like trial and error error so I like mess up and then I start over and just do it all over again <laughs> so it was definitely trial and error the entire time when I first started interesting are you any good at um art painting drawing I cannot paint I can't draw and I can't write <laughs> really? I just always have like this creative mind where I know how to put things together to make it look nice <laughs> Oh, that's cool. That's kind of like when people do, what's it called? Like feng shui, you know, where they like put a lamp in a corner and it has to be upside another lamp and it's like feng shui. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's so funny. What did you study at university then? Uh, I um, got my associate's degree from Cahoma Community College in Clarksdale. And I got my bachelor's, my BSW social work from um, Mississippi Valley State University. And I just graduated in May. <laughs> Oops, we cut out for a second then. I don't know why. Um, well, congratulations, though. Well done on 
finishing graduating university. Congrat like that's that's a huge deal. Yes, thank you. I was so excited about that. I was like, it's been a long four years. <laughs> that's so long. I'm so a bit of me is jealous because I never went I never went to university over here. I oh, just wow. Yeah, well, I kind of knew that I wouldn't really uh do the learning side of it if I went to university. So I thought, <laughs> you know, and now, now I'm a bit older. Yeah, I'm kind of definitely no distraction. You can get distracted easily at a university. <laughs> exactly. You have to really you have to really know what you want to do. And you said that um is, did you have a degree in social work? Yes. That's quite different from cake making. How come social work? In the beginning, when I was a senior in high school, I just did not know what I wanted to do. So I was like, I think I like helping people. <laughs> so I went over to social work and I was like, okay, a cake artist, social worker. I kind of <laughs> tied the two. But I was like, I like putting a smile on people's face. So I might as well just tie in social work with cake decorating. And we're going to call it Caking Your Problems Away. <laughs> that's amazing. No, I love that. Oh, that's so sweet. Okay, so you've just graduated university but you were in university whilst you were on is it cake two yes so what happened there because i'm assuming is it cake two was that the first tv work you'd done no i um was a part of um halloween wars season 11 halloween wars that, that was my first ever time my first time ever coming to the tv stream Ah, uh, yes, because I know you've been on Halloween Wars and I was trying to, it's on the Food Network and I was trying to look it up and uh, look at the season that you were in, but for some reason I couldn't, maybe I couldn't access it because I'm in the UK. I don't know. Um, but yes, what was season 11, but it's so many seasons, so it's like, I guess, easily forgotten. <laughs> so what happened there? What was the process? Um, did you apply to be on the show? Did they reach out to you? Which came first? So as I could, like, I was growing in my business and people started to see that I was, like, kind of setting myself apart from other cake artists in the area. So people was just like, you should go and try out for the TV shows and compete. I was like, compete? I don't think so. Because, <laughs> I, you know, I was still a newbie. Like, even now, I'm just four years into cake decorating. So I went on the internet. I was like, uh, competition for cake artists. <laughs> and so I stumbled up on, like, this casting company site. And I applied to be um, a part of the show. And um, I just started to get like these calls. And it just kept saying that I was moving up in the casting process. So I was like, okay, I think I believe it, but maybe I don't believe it because it's kind of, it kind of seemed like a scam because I did apply <laughs> for it on the internet. <laughs> and so like, I finally um, talked to someone, you know, actually talked to a person versus like receiving these messages and emails. And it was like a long process. Yeah, it takes ages, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It take it takes a long time. Like I went through um, a casting an interview. It was just a whole bunch of <laughs> interviewing. <laughs> did you did you have the interviews in person or was it all? No, all well, like Zoom calls, Zoom interviews. Hmm. Hmm. And then and then you were picked. And then what happened from there? Where is uh where did they film Halloween Wars? Halloween Wars was filmed in Utah. How far away is Utah from Mississippi? 
24 hours, 23 hours or something like that. <laughs> it's a long way. It's way on the other side of the map. <laughs> so when I got to say yeah, that yeah. I was on it, I literally jumped up. I ran around the house. I was like, I'm going to be on TV. <laughs> I was excited about it. But as the time came, I was getting nervous and I was getting more nervous. But then I finally sucked it up. I was like, I'm going to get on the plane. I'm going to go get a competition my own. Whatever the outcome be, it's still a comp- a, an accomplishment because I made it on a show. <laughs> and what's that like when you're there, you're in the studio? Um, so Halloween was, uh, I, like I said, I didn't get to watch yours, but I did see some clips on YouTube. And it the, the ones I watched... They were making some, what's it called? The Adams Family cakes, and they were in groups of three. But I don't know, did, what was it like, your experience? Okay, well, my experience when I first got in, like, the studio, it was, like, nerve-wracking. It was so many lights, and it was just this huge, like, just scenery of Halloween stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, I think something's going to jump out and get me. <laughs> so as I looked around, I started to see, like uh, like, the other competitors, and I was like, I, they look so familiar. I seen them on these shows because it, I was on a show with people who had participated in um, older shows. So they looked familiar. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm in for a rude awakening. I'm so nervous. <laughs> Were you quite um, starstruck? I was starstruck by one lady. Her name is Kim. She's actually my friend. And we actually talked on it. So we talked from time to time. I was so nervous because she is an artist. Like, she an artist. <laughs> She's so good at what she do. And I was like, oh, my God, I got, I'm got i up against her. I might have just gone to pack my bags and go home. <laughs> <laughs> but that's something, though. You know, you're new to this industry, and yet you've managed to get on a show with someone that you really look up to. So that must say quite a lot about your capabilities, you know? Yeah, it does say it's a lot. Like, I didn't let my um, nerve take over me. I just, I was only able to do what I know how to do. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't, you know, take their skills and just say, like, I'm this and I'm that. I couldn't do that. I just could only form what I, what I was set out to do. <laughs> and how did you, how did you do on Halloween Wars? The team that I was in, I was in a team of three. I was teamed up mm-hmm. with, um, her name is Holly Webster, and she's from Las Vegas. And I was teamed up with um, Amy Strickland. She's from Florida. So our team made it pretty far in the competition. Um, I think we was like one episode away from the finale or two episodes away from the finale. Oh, that's so pretty we did good. pretty good. <laughs> yeah, we it was eight teams, and I think we made it to like the top four. Yeah. So for me, for me, the goal is every time I go to the co- uh, competition. I just do not want to be the first one to get eliminated. <laughs> I was like, I got so much to bring to the table and so much to offer. I can't be the first one to go home. <laughs> oh, man, it'll be so gutting because there's always got to be a person that's the first one to lose. Yeah, but it would be yeah. like, I'm, it's I don't so know, I'm bad. too... I'm too pr- like proud. I've got too much pride. I'd be, I'd be really embarrassed for myself. I wouldn't go back <laughs> on TV, you know? I'd hide my face. Yeah. Like, I'm going to cry from the time <laughs> that I'm told I'm eliminated to all the way back home on the airplane and everywhere. <laughs> so how did you go from being on Halloween Wars to Is It Cake 2? Did they reach out to you because you'd already been on TV or did you apply again? 
So I applied again. It was almost like the same process, but the is a cake process was kind of like intense. Oh yeah. I yeah. I'm just I'm gonna let you in on the secret. This is my first time feeling this. <laughs> well, okay. I know. So like at first on is a cake, I got an email saying that I didn't make the show, and I was kind of like I was just my nerves was like so bad. I was just so sad about it. And then I got um another um call saying that I was picked and it was a mistake and I can come and I got my plane ticket and everything and I was just gone. But at first I was just so bummed about it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't make it oh. at first. <laughs> <laughs> where um where did they film Is It Cake Two? Or where where whereabouts they filmed? Did they film it in LA? Yes, it was filmed in LA. Is it cake was filmed in LA. Had you been to LA before? No, that was my first time. It was my first time. Man, was that like a culture shock for you? Definitely a culture shock. And another thing too, the prices there are like so expensive. Everything is expensive there. I was like, I'm not used to this. I'm from Mississippi. We don't have things that expensive. Oh. So like a bag of chips is, is probably like $5. <laughs> dude it's the same in london right um i went into a whole foods in london once and cucumber uh -huh. like a, a piece of cucumber uh -huh. was two uh two pound fifty so i don't know how i maybe that's like four dollars for just a stick of cucumber one stick of cucumber like how good is that cucumber what what do you mean is this cucumber gonna like yeah, do my taxes right. what are you talking about <laughs> But I've been to I've been, like to <laughs> I've been to LA as well, and um, well, for me, being British is quite like a culture shock. It was a long time ago, though. Um, it, it was nice to visit, though. It, it was nice to go to LA. Yeah, scenery. It's a lot of things to do there, like the the nightlife and just the activities that they have there. It's like it'll take a whole five years to do everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah because you would have had to have stayed for the process of filming um so did you get to experience quite a lot of la then yes i did go to a lot of um different things there it was my first time going to like a japanese market and i liked it i bought me some stuff there <laughs> oh that's awesome that sounds great um so when it comes to is it cake what was it like being on set because when i'm watching the show and mikey says um you okay like the the people who pass the cake wall you get to make your cakes here's 10 hours <laughs> how full-on is that to be baking and preparing cakes for 10 hours like what's the process what's going on oh it's intense like even if you have to take a break the time is still rolling so like you cannot stop like as an artist you like going to be heading like I'm not going to the restroom. I'm not about to eat anything. I just got to get this cake finished. <laughs> it was definitely like a cool process. Like the um, the setup of the set was just so nice. It, it almost gave like a game show vibes. I was mm -hmm. like, I like this. <laughs> but that must be really tiring to be like do, doing one thing for 10 hours straight, you know? Well, actually, the 10 hours go by so fast because you're like mm. constantly working, working. You're like, I got to get this done. And then after this is done, I have to get this done. 
and like the time is like instead of going in 10 hours go by just like that while you're working so obviously i know that a lot of things are dramatized for tv but you know kind of like every cooking show has that thing where the clock is counting down like 10 seconds five seconds and people are still scrambling to put stuff together is it like that yes it is it's very intense those last 10 seconds feel like two seconds <laughs> like you gotta, it's done. yeah it's very intense so conversely like on the other side when you don't win the cake wall do you have to sit there and watch them make cakes for hours yes you're sitting there the entire time you know you're just going back and forth and you're talking about like what's going on in, in on set like it's just it's the same as if you were baking that'd be quite tiring too to have to sit there for 10 hours straight watching people make course, cakes you know, if you saw on the show, they have little activities that you can do on the side, you know, just to keep the uh, commentary going. Like, even when I got on the trampoline, we had um, beer pong. You know, we have it was a lot of different activities going on around just to keep time um, going. Would you say, because um, obviously they're filming for 10 hours, just this baking process, uh, they have to cut that down through a 45 minute or like one hour segment you know so would you say when you watched it back like what you saw is authentic to how it was and um, by that I mean I know right here's the thing I've done a bit of extra work myself in the UK uh for some reality tv shows and mm -hmm. just like extra like in the background right and they make you sign and like social media NDAs beforehand but the last one I did was six or so years ago so I don't know I don't know I don't really care but like like, and reality TV is different from like a reality cooking show, but the reality TV show that I was on, oh, it was like, it was really inauthentic watching it, you know, like there were producers kind of prompting the person to make facial expressions so they could edit it later on. Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean by like, uh, is the end result of the show authentic to like your experience as you're going through it? Yes, it's definitely authentic. And like to see it actually being like edited down, I was like, wow, that's really cool because we literally filmed 10 hours each episode. And like just to see like them cut the whole thing down to like 45 minutes to an hour. I was like, that's amazing. I wish I knew how to do that type of work. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, even, like, even like to see it, it's things that, that actually happen. So it's just they edited it down and it's, you know, it made good for TV. And it That's, actually happens. Yeah. Yeah. It 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 does seem quite authentic. It doesn't seem like, because um, as I said, reality TV shows in the UK, like the strict reality kind of, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Um, what's, uh, what's the equivalent? Okay. You know, like America has Jersey Shore and The Hills and, you know, those types of reality TV. Um, that's the ones I'm on about in the UK. And they're very prompted like it's not scripted but it kind of is without being scripted mm -hmm. you get producers kind of prompting people like situations to react this way and to look a certain way yeah so i, I can get it. i see that <laughs> yeah but is it cake isn't like that it's just no it's because it's like so much going on like even let's just say I forgot my cake is in the oven. This, you know, this a reaction. <laughs> so it's, it's, it happened for real. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, even with baking, it's so much like it's a science. 
it's so much like happened while baking and cake decorating, and things don't go always don't always go good. So those reactions are like really, really real. <laughs> yeah, that's good to know. Oh, so I'm sure this is a question that's that a lot of people think when they're watching it because I know that I thought this when I was watching it. Hence, I'm going to ask you: all of the cakes that, whether it's the cake wall or the cakes you guys make, do they get eaten at the end? Do like the production get to? Eat it. I don't know what happened to the cakes. Like after we're, um, you know, after they're cut into but and tasted by the judge, I don't know what happens. Like with them, maybe they go in the garbage. Maybe they're kept or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's a shame because you see like a big <laughs> cake, and <laughs> I'm sure they like just um trash them, throw them in the garbage. Yeah, which is which is a shame because you know, like you've all spent so long making these amazing looking cakes. Um, so, so this is what I do. Like when I first started baking, I mean, you know, baking my cakes, like on the show, I always like bake a little extra so I can kind of taste what the judge is going to taste. <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's perfect. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, that's a great idea. I, also, I have a clip of me like that they put in the show. I was like trying to sneak and take eat some of my cake, <laughs> and the camera picked it up. <laughs> Well, so you should. You're the one that's worked hard on this cake. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Why not give myself a reward? <laughs> Who out of the other contestants um, were you close with? Do you still speak to any of them? Yes, I, we actually have like a group chat. We all stay in contact. And we also, even like when different holiday seasons come around, of course, we wish each other happy holidays. Also, um, we put together like these TikTok videos and mm. like recently, I think that, um, they did like a Halloween one, um, Halloween theme um, TikTok video where each contestant was able to like put together a hyper-realistic cake and, you know, show themselves cutting into it and they, you know, combine them all together to make one video. Oh, that's really So yeah, nice. we're all close. Yeah, we stay in contact throughout our um, WhatsApp group chat. That's nice. I like I like hearing that when you watch shows and you know it's nice that you have a because because they've yeah, been although, through it with you. <laughs> although I do have my favorite cast members, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite? <laughs> I love Spirit. <laughs> I love Miko. I love. Well, I love all of them, but I really like like I stay in contact the most with Spirit Miko. And I talked to Elizabeth and Liz, she always give me advice. I can reach out to Liz like, and she respond right back to mm. me. So those are my favorite. I keep in contact with all of them though. Yeah, Miko's paintings were awesome because he painted the Mona Lisa for his like final cake, did he? And it looked so good. Yes, you know, you know, seeing the Mona Lisa in the end at first, I was like super bummed that I got eliminated and I was up against Miko. I was like, well, Miko was eliminated. I know I couldn't have painted the Mona Lisa, so it, it kind of worked out. <laughs> it, it worked out perfectly. <laughs> that's such a good way of thinking about it. I think that's like quite healthy. Because what's it like when you're when you're eliminated? You know, in this competition, I felt accomplished because I went in there by myself. I didn't have a team. I was all by myself, and I made it pretty far in the competition. You know. So that was a plus for me in itself. <laughs> yeah, and you did amazing. And I think why people like 
shows like Is It Cake so much is it's so wholesome. There's no forced or manufactured drama. There's no like, you know, crazy negative stuff going on. It's just people who are really good at decorating and um, baking cakes, making cakes. You know, I think that's why people really like, like that's why I like it. Yeah, and for me, it's always good to, like, be surrounded by people who do the exact same things that you do. We're just from different um, cities and towns, and we're all coming together doing one thing that we all love to do, and we have that in common. So it's just good to be surrounded by people who do the same things that you do, go through the same things that you go through, especially with customers. (laughs) They can be a pain. (laughs) <laughs> we can talk a bit about that if you want to vent i like i used to work in hospitality so like i know <laughs> customers the public yeah. are the worst <laughs> <laughs> what's mikey day like uh the host because like i remember watching the first season and in the first few episodes i was like i'm not sure about this guy and then like a switch went in my head and i was like oh actually i love him i love him i love how dead <laughs> paddy is <laughs> Yeah, he's like so so funny. He's so cool. Like he's literally the same on and off camera. And I was like, wow, Mike Day, he cool. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a good person. Fun to be around. Always telling jokes. <laughs> and what's it like when you get the um the celebrity, the guest judges on? Because that must be that must be like it's quite funny when you think about it, because it's like you're here. You're good at making cakes. And suddenly you've got like Joel McHale is there kind of, do you know what I mean? Like saying stuff about cakes. Like that must be a kind of weird, I would have like an out of body moment. I'd be like, is this my life? This is strange. I was like, okay. I was sitting on the couch. I was like, don't be starstruck. Don't be starstruck. <laughs> Just look. <laughs> but like some of the people that came in, I was like, okay, I don't know this person, but I'm still going to clap. <laughs> I know, so, I know, you know what you so- mean. As I knew, but then some of them I didn't know. But I was kind of starstruck by Joe McHale. Like it was just so like crazy to see him. Yeah, I think um, I think Spirit was starstruck by Joe McHale as well because she had a little flirt with him. <laughs> yeah, she's so funny. It was like so hilarious. Like I don't think anyone was expecting that from Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like. He's there. When else are you going to talk to him? You might as well tell him that he's handsome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think she was like, okay, this is my moment. (laughs) (laughs) Are you aware that, um, so on social media, with season two, there was a slight controversy about Is It Cake? And by controversy, I mean, like in quotations, like not a huge deal, but there was like, some people had a bit of pushback towards, uh, because I noticed this when I was watching the show that some t- contestants, not going to name names, but I think like a, a lot of people did it at one point or another. They were damaging the decoys because maybe they thought that their cake wasn't looking so good comparing the decoys, so they were damaging them. Um, what's your take on that? So my take on that is, um, I mean, it's still like the same to me because like at the end of the day, like even if you damage the decoy, it still is going to be the decoy. <laughs> like, I don't, as long as you don't do like a major change to it, I can see like maybe playing with like the lighting or something, you know, being able to paint just a little bit to kind of mm. dull something shiny down. 
Mm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I saw a lot of social media. I was like, oh boy, I got to go through this, but I'm glad that I don't know how to put it. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's funny how like I don't want to rub the fans the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, you can say what you like, because like, some people considered it cheating, because I think there was something with a... I remember there was something where someone melted one of the decoys down a little bit, you know, because I think it was made of plastic. And some people would consider it cheating, some wouldn't. I'm in the category of, well, if it is cheating, the show rules need to say that to the contestants because otherwise, you know, if you think that your cake doesn't look too good compared to the decoy, like you are, if it's not strictly in the rules, do you know what I mean? I feel like, I feel like if it is considered cheating, considered then, cheating. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like Netflix should have made it very clear, don't mess up with the decoys if that was the case. I can't, I'm kind of like in that category of it, you know? Right. I, I can see that, yeah. <laughs> It's also, it's a fun, wholesome show about cakes. So it's not the worst controversy for a TV show to go through. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. I guess that that, that controversy is kind of like what makes the shows fun because that makes people want to go and watch it. (laughs) Exactly. People talk. I always want to be like positive. I always want to have a positive outlook on things. (laughs) I'm going to turn that negative to a positive. Because if if people didn't care, then they just wouldn't talk or express their opinions. So they're only express right. their opinions because they care, because they like right. the show so much. See, positive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we think alike. <laughs> <laughs> so, how has life been since? Is it cake? Did you, um, you know, because it's on Netflix? It's a show watched by so many people. Did you start to get recognized? Did you get more orders with your cake business? What's it been like since? So, like, since it's a cake, everything has changed. <laughs> like, even when I'm out in public, people's like, oh, my God, I want to get a picture with you. And I'm still thinking, like, I'm just this normal cake artist from Shelby, Mississippi. <laughs> but what really, like, put me over the top, I was in an airport in Florida. And, like, a lady, she just kept looking. She was like, oh, my God, you look so familiar. Then she walked up. She was like, you are on Is It Cake? And I was like, yes, this me. <laughs> <laughs> so like now nice. take more pictures with people but to me I was just like I'm regular but people want to take pictures with me so I do that I've been judging competitions I've been putting out more hyper realistic cake designs than I ever have done in my life mm. so I'm just going to continue with the hyper realistic thing because I'm known now for is it cake so that's what I've been up to lately have you got any more TV offers on the horizon? Yeah, I, I'm not sure, but I'm kind of like going to, you know, keep putting myself out there, keep applying. But I'm kind of like in the loops with the casting company. Of course, I've done previous shows. So they're going to be, you know, reaching out, telling me what shows do they have available. And maybe I can apply for them that way. So. And what about your cake business? Where do you see, where do you, like... What's your dream with your cake business? My dream is to just, <laughs> I think I want to do like cake content creating for like social media. Um, I want to open up my own cake studio. I just want to be self-made all the way around. As you can see, I even like created my own little 
t-shirt cake brand thingy. It's supposed to be like an actual cake replica of my hand mm-hmm. to say like, is it cake cake It's by the cake goat. <laughs> so I'm just, you know, I'm having fun with it right now. Are you not doing content creation yet? Online? I have been putting some videos on my um Instagram, but I want to go like full fledged, you know, backdrop, lights, camera action. <laughs> I want it to be like a big thing. Like the cake goat show, you know, something like that. Are you not on TikTok? I am on TikTok. I have some videos out there on TikTok, but I've been like so like inconsistent with like posting on TikTok. It's like crazy. I just been so locked in with Instagram. You've gotta sort the TikTok out and do TikTok because honestly, like um, well my job is social media right like i do youtube and that includes doing a bit of tiktok and instagram but tiktok is i think it's the easiest platform sorry to like bore my audience and get a bit nerdy with this but i think it's the easiest platform for people to blow up as creators because the algorithm on tiktok works properly as opposed to the youtube algorithm doesn't work very well you know people can tick the little uh bell for notifications but still might not get notified if you upload videos it's a bit broken on youtube but tiktok right. you've got to do tiktok dude there are people who like who start started do you know what i follow these people on tiktok and all they do is eat food like they just show what they're eating for the day and they do that every single day and some of them have half a million followers now after a year you gotta do it you've already been on tv you've gotta you gotta do tiktok <laughs> I'm going to tap into it just a little bit more. I think my whole problem is I'm like the cake decorator. I'm the baker. I'm the dishwasher. I'm the content creator. I got to edit all my videos. (laughs) It's a lot on top of managing my whole, you know, personal life. I I know exactly how you feel. Like it it is a lot, especially um, because. I did not mention taking orders too. I take all my orders. The new customers, they just want to have a conversation sometimes. It's a lot. <laughs> I'm working on trying to get a website built, but it's kind of like hard trying to find someone to do it for you. I tried to do it myself, but it's so complicated. <laughs> yeah, but the more time that you put into it, the more you can expand and then you can definitely get a bit of extra help, you know, hire someone who can do the admin once your business expands more, obviously. But TikTok, like I follow people who just who decorate cakes on TikTok. I love it. Like it's yeah. called cake talk. It's an entire genre. It's cake talk. Okay, I'm going to tap into that. Use the hashtag maybe. <laughs> Oh, dude, I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you like the, the cake. Actually, okay, this is funny. Um, There was a drama at a controversy on cake talk a few months okay. ago because this lady um this lady ah what did she do she put up i think she'd made like a vanilla kind of buttercream cake and there was rainbow sprinkles and stuff on the side and she was complaining people love tiktoks where you complain about customers Pe- people like enjoy that so that's one idea for you but this lady she was okay. com- she was complaining about like a, a customer um, and she showed a picture of of the cake that she'd made, and all the comments were being like, "You charged a hundred dollars for this because it did not look very good. It looked like <laughs> it looked like it had fallen over." <laughs> and it was a whole drama and controversy on like it's all people were talking about on TikTok for a day. <laughs> it was really funny. Yeah, 
I have to put out some stories of my customers because my customers because I have plenty. <laughs> I have plenty of stories. <laughs> People like that, you know. Um, there's another bakery account I follow and she's and she's a cake decorator like that's her job I think she works at a store or something and she just does like a oh so these are the all the cakes that I decorated today just it's nice content like you gotta get on it I can't stress that enough do TikTok <laughs> I'm had to go tap into cake talk <laughs> I'll send you I'll send you like all the cake talk things that you uh yeah that you that you require is there anything you'd like to bring up or maybe anything that you'd like to promote? I just would like to tell everybody to go follow me on Instagram and TikTok. I'm on Instagram at the Kate Goat. That's D-A-C-A-K-E Goat, G-O-A-T. And on TikTok, I'm on there as the Kate Goat, D-T-H-E-E-E-E, <laughs> three E's, Kate Goat. Somebody took my name. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, I'm on Facebook at Quaterius Allen. I'm over there a lot. So if you want to kind of connect with me personally, I'm on Facebook. Um, I'm on Cameo <laughs> at Are the Cake Goat. Yeah, I do birthday shout outs, uh, anniversary shout outs, just anything that you want done. I can do that for you over on Cameo. Have you got some orders on Cameo? Is it worth Is it worth doing? Yes, it is. It's worth doing. Okay. You know, I just set my star price out at like fifteen dollars, and you know, um, people pay it, and I just say happy birthday, such and such, or whoever, <laughs> and it works. <laughs> hmm, that's a good idea. I might, ha I might have to look into it myself. You know, I can refer you over to Cameo. Yeah, I'll do that. I'm, yeah, I can I'll, refer I'll, you. I'll look into it. I'll look into it. It's funny. Um. There's I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name who. There's some like scandalous, controversial uh politicians from my country, right? Who do cameo. Mm -hmm. Like okay. like like no, they're like they're like 50 and they're very controversial and they do cameo and like they wish people a happy birthday and it's the weirdest thing. And they get a lot of like weird requests to say strange like memes and stuff, and it's just weird. It's like this person has appeared in Parliament and he's on cameo. <laughs> <laughs> but you know the thing about cameo is the orders they like when people want you to um do like a shout out the orders keep rolling in so you had to keep making videos you have to learn kind of what they want you to say but it it, it does appear on the stream on the mm. screen but it's like so hard because i have so many different takes i'd be like i just forget what to say sometimes <laughs> oh bless <laughs> So people can find you on Instagram, Facebook, and hopefully TikTok. Yeah, promise me that. Yeah, TikTok. Awesome. I'm on there at, at DK Go. I have some recent kind of videos, but they didn't do as good because, like I said, I've been kind of inconsistent with it. Like one video that I recently posted, I think it had got like 300 and something likes. But mm. I'm over there <laughs> on TikTok. Yes, it's very important to be very consistent with TikTok. I should do like what i say because i'm not consistent with it but um yeah definitely worth doing 100 especially cake creating i'll go i'll follow you over there i love watching people make cakes <laughs> one question for me actually um your cake and cake cake creation do you have any experience doing like dairy-free vegan that type those types of cakes 
I do not have any experience with doing dairy free or vegan cakes. Um, that's something I would like to learn because there are people out there, you know, who are vegan and I guess you can say, you know, dairy free. They don't do dairy. Yeah. I would like to tap into that and try to figure that out. Try to substitute some ingredients to, you know, I don't know how it works. I have to tap into that. Okay, awesome. Good. Just for me to know, you know, because if I'm ever in Mississippi, I would quite like a vegan cake. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're ever in Mississippi, you let me know. We can hang out. We can go to the fun spot. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been this has been delightful. Um, I was honestly like the first episode of Is It Cake to season two, I was rooting for you. So it's nice. This is the best part of my career that I get to invite people that I like onto my show without even knowing them. It's great. <laughs> I'm glad we had the opportunity to finally come on and talk. Yeah, awesome. And everyone else, thank you so much for watching and listening. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Follow us on Spotify and iTunes. Give me five stars on Spotify because I need a Spotify uh, brand deal. I need I need that Spotify deal, you know. And we'll see you all next time. Bye. The Elise Easy Show. 